All right, I think we're live. I think we're doing this. Um, this is take three. <laughs> take three. Um, what's the name of our show? Who said marriage was easy? Who said marriage was easy? Um, this is going to be my wife and I, or me and my wife. Which one would it be? My wife and I, or me and my wife? My wife and I. My wife and I. I'm pretty sure. It's going to be our podcast. Um, it's going to be a podcast about marriage, life, kids, sex, sports, work, whatever. Um, we've been working on this for some months now. And um, with this whole coronavirus going around and people being quarantined to their house, I guess there's no better time than now to be doing this. Exactly. So this is going to be our introduction. Um, how we met, where we're from, all that fun stuff. Um, so where should we start? Tell me a little bit about you. About me. Um, well, born September 23rd, 1977, St. Mary's Hospital. That was a long time ago. Uh, delivered by Dr. Heck. Doctor was Dr. Bruce. I know all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, my early, so I think when I was first born, was on the north side of Madison. And then and number went to the south side. Was on the south side for five years. Then to the east side for... So all in all, you're an east sider. Um, north sider. Okay. I spent I've spent more time on the north side of Madison. Uh, Glendale for four and a half year, four years. Well, Albion for a year. How, do people don't know what what Albion and Glendale? Okay, Albion Elementary School. Okay. Glendale Elementary School, Emerson Elementary School, Marquette Middle School, which is now we'll keep in Madison, East High School for about three years, two and a half years roughly. And then graduated from alternative school uh, from inside of Madison Father College schools in the school. Um, I'll get into different sports and all that in a different, you know, episode. But uh, shortly after graduation, around Thanksgiving, is when I met my now wife Jenny. Um, but we'll get to that. What about you? What is your background? Where are you from? All that. I mean, I know you want me from. to go into the well, I don't. This is the difference between me and you. <laughs> you go into the craziest little as details about things, and I don't. Okay, right? so and I don't even remember all the schools that I went to. How about your upbringing? Because you popped around from different states and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I was born in Madison. My all my family is from Madison, so my mom's side are. Middleton Westsiders and my dad's side was like DeForest Eastsiders. Um, so you know, you know how the West Side and the East Side gets along. Um, but I was born here. My mom passed away when I was five, and um, my dad decided that he wanted to go to college and move away out of Madison. And so we ended up up in the Minneapolis area. Um, moved back and forth a couple times over all the years. Um, at one point moved to Ohio, um, but then back up to Minneapolis. And so I spent most of my upbringing in the Twin Cities area. 
Um, but then after high school, um, going like fall after high school, and I um, so we're talking about the fall of '97. Um, and I also at that point already had two kids, and we can talk about that later. But um, so the my kids I moved back down closer to family, and yeah, it wasn't very long until I came across you for the first time. So where we met, um, and like I said, I'm seeing some tough technical difficulties. So just bear with us. There may be some laps where there's silence. I don't know. I haven't used this platform in a while, so bear with us. Um, where Jenny and I met was a club called Bowinkles um, on University Avenue in Madison, Wisconsin. It's now called Liquid or something like that now. Or um, Wednesday nights were 18 and up. Um, I want to say it was around Thanksgiving time. With me, I knew everyone in the club. I knew every guy, every girl, the bartenders, the bouncers, owner, because um, we would frequent that club a lot, me and my buddies. So Jenny is there. First of all, I didn't see, I didn't see her walk in, um, but I was think I was on the dance floor or something, and I look up and she's on an upper level with her cousin and one of her friends, I believe, and there's this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl who I've never seen before, who's absolutely gorgeous. And when I come to walk up the steps, I see that she has a nice ass too. So, I mean, it's win-win situation. <laughs> I wish I still had it. <laughs> So you can go from there, like. Yeah, I I was kind of bummed after moving down here at first. Um, I don't know, but I was hanging out with one, my cousin. My cousin and I are, um, we've gone through a lot of ups and downs over our years, but she's always been one of my best friends. We're the same age. She's actually um, 23 days older than me. 23 days older than me. So she's the old one. But anyways, that's always been a joke for us. <laughs> she's the old one. <laughs> um, but anyhow, so Ange and I were hanging out. And I also had a friend um, that I had known since way back in kindergarten um, before we moved up to Minneapolis. And I got in, back into contact with her, which is weird, too, because we didn't have the Internet. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have anything. It just is. I don't even know how. I think we just kept each other's numbers for all these years. But um, so Angie and Janelle took me to, we went out one night and that was the only 18 and up club in the city of Madison, which was weird coming from the Twin Cities. Um, and I didn't know that walking into this club that I was the only person that wouldn't know everybody else. <laughs> Madison is like this one big small town and everybody knows everybody. And that it was really weird for me to try to get used to. But um, so yeah, Troy, eventually ended up it wasn't long that i was there and he i was watching over the dance floor and this guy came up to me and and said hello and asked me if i wanted to dance with him and so i said yeah sure we can dance and he says okay i'll be right back <laughs> stupidest stupidest <laughs> fucking movie you ever made and so i was like okay whatever 
And like a, a couple minutes later, I was just minding my business. We're just watching the dance floor or whatever. And I see that he's dancing with another girl. And I was like, okay, that's okay, weird. And then another song comes on. I see him dancing with a different girl. And I was like, ah, nope, this isn't how I roll. I'm out. So to my defense, before Jenny and I got there, I had told a couple girls I was going to dance with them. So I felt... So what, they just like, they were just like waiting in line to dance with Troy Dean? I, <laughs> what a head case. I, <laughs> oh my God. I, we see, we can still laugh about this all these years later. I, okay, I, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't say wait in line, but. <laughs> Waited their turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's how it went. Me and my buddies were, I'm not going to say we ran the club, but like we were the dancers in the club. So there were certain perks of being popular in the club. Girls want to dance with you. So the night had started and a couple of girls had asked um, if they could dance with me. I was like, sure. So between that time, I had saw Jenny. And truthfully, I wanted to get those dancing out of the way. So this is my thing that uh. I still think is funny after all these years. Like you just thought that some girl that you asked to dance with was just going to fall in line behind all the other girls that wanted to dance with you. Like, is that how it really used to work around here? I thought <laughs> maybe you would see this guy is pretty popular. <laughs> you didn't think that at all. I should I be. I should. I should be honored. <laughs> 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 I was trying to no do the. Way. Here's what I didn't want to happen. I didn't want me and you to be dancing, and then some girl walk up and say, "Oh, I thought you was gonna dance with me." But I don't think you even thought about that. You just were doing your thing. Oh, no, I you did. Do every Wednesday night, go around dancing with whoever wants to dance, and that I would just fall in line and be next. Wrong, buddy. It's okay. You learn your lesson. It, it wasn't about falling in line and being next. I, I, I truly, my thought was, let me dance with these girls, and then put my attention to this new girl. That was wow. so. Did you learn your lesson. Yeah, I learned my lesson because I, I, I danced with a couple girls, and then I went up to the upper deck where Jenny was, and she was gone. 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 <laughs> like poof gone so i made the point to go back every wednesday to go look for her every wednesday she was not there and i was like okay she'll be there the next wednesday she was not there because at this time i only knew your name mm -hmm. i didn't know like well nobody would have known me but like i didn't know if you were you know, what's funny though is that you knew you knew Ange. so i knew her cousin because my younger brother and Angie's younger brother. younger brother played youth football and youth baseball together. And my dad, once upon a time, coached Jenny's cousin, Josh. You know, so I blame, Angie, I also blame you too, because you never warned me about this little shit that I ended up marrying. So <laughs> way back then. <laughs> at this point, I really didn't know how old you were either. So I yeah. didn't know if you were college age. So there was one time I stopped it on a Thursday night and you were not there. And I just walked right back out. Okay. So. 
She says it's Christmas Eve. I say it's the day before Christmas Eve. It might have Eve. been the day before, but I just remember that we had Christmas. We always have Christmas Eve with the, with my mom's side of the family. And I remember going to Christmas Eve that night, and then Becky came over and babysat for me. Okay, so let's, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Because... So let's say it's Christmas Eve. Um, I was with two guys, Jeff and Curtis. One happens to be in prison right now. Um, we're at East Town Mall just hanging out, shooting the shit, whatever. And we no, okay. We get into a fight in the parking lot of East Town Mall in Madison. So we get into a scuffle with some guy. Um, was stupid. Well, it was more stupid on his part because he hit my car with a stick. So at that point, my day was kind of ruined, you know. I didn't want to go out, didn't want to do nothing. And my buddies had convinced me, hey, come to the club tonight. I was like, nope, I don't got no money. I spent all my money, I think Christmas shopping or something like that. So shout out to Dave, White Dave. Um, He pulled money to get me and him in the club because he was already in the club so he had only like five dollars he had to get money to get himself in back in the club and me into the club so he comes and gets me we go to the club come down the steps walk towards the dance floor and the first person i see is jenny to the point where I don't say hi or thank you to the people who paid to get me into the club and I walk right over to Jenny. <laughs> and what did I say? You've been, you've been looking for me for the past six weeks or however long it had been. And would you please dance with me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and what did you say? I don't really remember. I obviously said, yeah, because uh, here we are. You probably said some smart ass like, are you gonna dance with somebody else? Yeah, do you got any other girls to dance with? <laughs> so who left dance with all night long? Me. You know, I've never seen you dance with anybody else in the last 24 years. I mean, I know you have because you and I there's times where we broke up, but anyways, I've never seen you dance with anybody else in the last 24 years unless it's been your mom or somebody asked me if they could dance with you. A dance with dance, mom. Correct. You dance with dance, mom too. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you obviously learned your lesson. <laughs> and the crazy Brazilian chick. That's yeah, a, that's, she asked me. That's a different story for a different time. She asked me if she could dance. With I you. know. <laughs> um. So yeah, that you know, that's the beginning. How much further you want to go with this? I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's been 24 years since then, or yeah. pretty pretty close to 24 years. Um, we ended up, and we, I mean, yeah, there's lots of details we can we can get into, but we ended up dating for a couple of years, and then we broke up, and we were apart for five years. So, do you want to talk about that, or do you want to just stop with this and leave that for a different? Um, I don't know. What do you think? You know what? We'll talk about. We'll go into us first dating and they will stop with the whole breakup okay so jenny and i are dancing 
and I want to say, let me go on our first date. Like the next day or something. It was the next or, day? I don't know if it was. Yeah, I think it was Christmas Day. Maybe that's when it was that all hell broke loose. You might be correct. Okay, so maybe it was the day before Christmas Eve that we met. So I think it was the night before Christmas Eve and then Christmas Eve, the way to find up. I think because we went to the movies on Christmas because that was all that was open. What do we go see? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> in a little rinky dink theater that was inside East Town Mall at the time. The Dollar Theater. Yeah. <laughs> and it was empty, which is weird. It was Christmas. There's nothing else to do, but the theater was empty. So yeah, took me to the dollar theater. I've never been a big date person, number one. So I never knew how to like exactly even ask to go on a date, let alone like we I, did we meet at the mall or did you come pick me up? I had to pick you up. Stop saying you had to come <laughs> pick me up. Okay. I had a car. Okay. Would it have made it to a to get me in? Yeah, I would have made it to the mall perfectly. <laughs> that that. Would we have made it home? We would have made it. We would have made it back to my home. I don't not cross planes home. I I don't know. I mean, eventually I got it tuned up where it could make it out to cross planes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, we went to go see Mortal Kombat. Um, I'm not even sure if I even kissed you on the first night. Um, I know no. I hugged. I know I hugged you. Mm-hmm. Probably squeezed your booty a little bit. Nope. <laughs> Um, so I know there's a lot of phone calls back and forth between us, a lot of talking, like hours of talking. Um, and I think that's what's missed today. Like it was me getting to know you, like what you like, what you don't like. And the same for you, what I like, what I don't like. Um, you mean as opposed to like what people do today, like with online and stuff? Yeah. Today. I think too, also is like the fun anticipation of waiting for somebody to call like getting home and like is he gonna call me or you know like that kind of stuff so where were you working at the time boston store and i was working at cops grocery store which is now pick and save Mm -hmm. um so yeah we had ordinary nine to five jobs you know um i knew that i wanted to date her i i just like there was something about there was something about jenny where i was like I really like this girl. Um, so we would talk for hours. I mean, to the point where like my younger brother would get mad because he couldn't get the phone or like if he had a phone call coming in, I wouldn't, I would <laughs> click over and say he'd call you back and stuff like that. And then I remember one conversation, it kind of ended like, I have something to tell you. Well, you always wanted to come over and I wouldn't let you come over. Yeah. For like almost a month. And she was like, I have something to tell you. And that's not something good when someone says that to you, but will not tell you what they have to tell you. Like, But there's a reason for that, though, too. Because you kept asking me why you couldn't come over. Like, why? I don't understand. Why can't I come over? I would never, like, come over to my house. I was just, yeah, I'd ask her to come over. She'd be like, do you have a boyfriend? (laughs) So I started going through, like, do you have a boyfriend? No. Are you married? Well, no. You live with your dad? Nope. Dad lives in Minnesota. Um, I, I I think I might even ask, are you lesbian? <laughs> no. I, I ran through all these options, never asking if he had any kids. I just I never asked that, you know. Uh-huh. And then 
I don't think that would pop up on your radar as a point of not being able to come over to my house, though. That's probably why I never asked. I was like, are you not, are you not allowed to have black people over at the house? Yeah, or I mean, it, it was I, I was going through all the do you do you do you do you not like not live where you say you live? I went through all these different scenarios and um never got an answer. So why don't you tell me? How the rest of it went well i i we were talking and i really liked you a lot and i had never um i had two kids so let's go yeah we had to go back here a little bit um i had a very long-term relationship throughout my high school years and i had two kids before i graduated well i graduated early so technically i had two two kids but so i was 18. um and their dad is up in Minnesota. And that's a whole nother story that we can get into. But um, I just didn't want, I didn't want you to judge me because I'm an 18 year old with two kids already. Um, Hold on guys. TJ, we're recording something. So um, yeah, I really wanted you to just like me and not judge me because I had two kids. I was like, I wanted you to get to know me before you knew about my kids. And I had never done that with anybody before because everybody that knew Jenny just knew it was Jenny, Tony, and Kayla. Jenny, Tony, and Kayla, there was no just Jenny. And so I guess that for the only time in my life, I should, the first time, but the only time in my life, I was nervous um, because I didn't want you to be like, oh, hell no, I, I'm not. And so um it was crazy because you constantly i remember every day asking me about coming over getting together hanging out you knew i lived by myself or as much as you could figure out you live by my i live by myself and um i just i don't know so finally i told you and it was like the biggest that's it I love kids. That's all I remember saying. <laughs> I love kids, and like, no big deal, nothing, none of it. So. And you were the first girl who I dated that had kids. I had, I think, in the past, maybe talked to one other girl who had like one kid, mm -hmm. but like it was nothing serious to the point where I don't even think I met the kid or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I've always loved kids. Um, I've always worked with kids. So that wasn't a determining factor if I was going to date you or not, you know. I was like, kids? Cool. Gives me a chance to be a big-ass kid myself even more now. So um, finally, one night, I got to come over and hang okay, out. Okay, I remember this night. Well, okay, this is the funny thing. I don't even know if you know this. So this is like a few weeks later. And for some reason, um, oh, so I had left to go back up to Minnesota for like close to a week, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And so I left and we had me and the kids had just had Christmas at our house. And like literally my whole living room was a complete disaster from Christmas. And so we were driving back and you wanted to come over right away because I hadn't been around. And 
I was like, I can't, like, no way, you can't come over. My house is a disaster area. And I remember Janelle coming over and helping me clean the <laughs> heck out of this living room. Like, when I tell you it was a disaster from Christmas, there was still wrapping paper. I mean, now, you know, I'm like OCD about the wrapping paper gets put into a garbage bag. But back then, it was like wrapping paper and toys, and it's like everywhere. And yeah, so Janelle quick came in, because um, I think she went, to, I think she came up to the cities with me. Um, but she helped me super quick for like a half hour to an hour clean up and get the house looking perfect or whatever um so that you could come over and the kids i got the kids in bed <laughs> <laughs> um so i remember being told i could finally come over um i was like okay where do you live again you're like cross plains i was like i don't even know where that's at well i never when have you ever had heard me going across plains ever since <laughs> <laughs> ever no i don't even like the west side and i was like well how do you get there and you're like well like she had to explain like go down the belt line get up on the uh i want to say it's like the middleton spring green exit something like that and then it's a straight shout out i was like <laughs> and i remember driving out there and you're like you'll drive you'll drive you'll turn left at this spot and this and that and so on and so forth so i remember driving out there i turned left on the wrong road the first like when i went out there went down some dirt road turned back around where now exotic is the strip club no mm, silk silk mm -hmm. oh yeah you were still in middleton i stopped i can't remember what it was before that I stopped in the parking lot and someone was like, hey, how do you get the cross planes? Like, go straight out that way. So finally get the cross planes. Okay. Pulling into her apartment complex, because back then you didn't have no GPS. You had to write everything down on paper or have like an atlas map. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I wrote down all the directions. Pull into her parking lot where she lives. And my battery dies in my car. In the middle of the parking lot. I didn't know that. Not in the stall, but in the middle of the parking lot, in the beginning of the parking lot. So I pushed my car all the way down to her apartment, parked it, and I said, okay, I got to figure out something. Because at that point, I didn't know if I was staying over or not. <laughs> so I was like, I got to figure out, like, I had jumper cables. Oh, no. Yeah, I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I don't. I can't remember. If you did and you were dumb enough to not ask me to jump the car, you had White Dave come out and help you. This okay. is the craziness. <laughs> so I get there. Kids are in bed, right? Mm -hmm. Did we watch a movie? Probably. I don't know. Did I get to kiss you? I think you got to kiss me, but you definitely didn't get any. <laughs> you didn't get any for a long time. I slept on the couch for over a month. Mm-hmm. So, hey, yeah, I think we hung out. I think you might have made something to eat. Mm -hmm. um, we hung out, chit-chatted, laughed, um, gave her a kiss goodnight, and then she went upstairs, and I slept on the couch. Um, so I think that shows, like, the respect level that I had for you. I didn't try to push anything or, you know, I didn't try to sneak my way up the steps or anything like that. So the next morning... Is my introduction to Tony and Kayla. Um, 
I remember this big blue eyed little kid kind of like pushing, pushing at me like on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I wake up and I remember like, I, cause I'm laying on my side. I remember him looking dead at my face, <laughs> me sitting up, me picking him up and looking at his face. And I just remember these big, big blue eyes. Like this kid has beautiful blue eyes, like his mom. And now she's hanging out to this little girl who got these pigtails in, who has blue eyes. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, these are very good looking kids. And like, we hit it off right away. Um, Tony would babble a little bit. Kayla would crawl backwards into a corner. And um, the more and more I came over, the more and more I got to know the kids, the more and more I got to know Jenny. I would do stuff like bring my Nintendo 64 over mm-hmm. and play video games with your cousin Chris, mm-hmm. who was out doing Lord knows what, and then come over to probably sober up or <laughs> what. I was in high school back then too. Um, my buddy Dave would come over. Um, and then we hit a little bit of a hiccup. Well, we dated for like we dated what for like two years. Before that, talk about the guy who came over. Oh, we're going into this kind of detail. You don't want to get into that? <laughs> so now you want to throw me under the bus? Well, because there's going to be plenty of throwing me under the bus, okay? Uh-huh. So, Jenny had been working at Fridays? This is a long time later. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I think it's funny that you I, jump right to I, that. I, I, I love how she... <laughs> She's trying to steer me in a different direction. She doesn't want me telling the story, so I go tell it. I don't care if you tell it. <sighs> um, were you working on what Fridays? Yeah. She's working on Fridays. Um, we had a small problem with this guy earlier. You don't remember that? No. You and Angie. What's your cousin's name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Mm-hmm. We're barbecuing or something at your house, mm-hmm. cooking out, and this guy came over. Okay. And. I don't even know why, though. Neither do I. Well, I didn't come over because he was there. I think I was mad because I think I was, oh, because I'm trying to remember, like, why would I even, because I know I'm not somebody who cheats on anybody. There was no reason. I don't know if it was, if it was, I don't know. Maybe it was, you're, you're technically still new to the area, you know. Um, I don't know if you want to explore options or what it was. No, I, just, I was so happy with you. He was over for a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Me and you got into an argument. Mm-hmm. He left. We got into another argument. It's just weird to me because we never argue. Like, back, like, like. Well, okay, now we are, but back then we never argued. Like it was like, it was almost like the perfect relationship Mm -hmm. for like a long time. The only thing that used to drive me crazy is that I never understood. I mean, I didn't want you to like. If I'm talking like down the road, you never wanted to. You never wanted to like move in with me, and I never understood that. And so maybe that's kind of where my mind frame was. Is like maybe you don't take me seriously. I don't know. That might have been it. Um. So I had 
so I, I had never lived with a woman before besides my mom. Mm-hmm. I had roommates at one point, mm-hmm. um, and I saw how much of a shit show that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know at that time I was ready to to raise kids, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, um, I, I, see, me, like, always being able to work with kids, love kids, I was always able to give them back, mm-hmm. you know. If it was my little cousins or or one of my older brother's friends that had a kid or, you know, kids that I work with in the different neighborhoods, I would see them for X amount of hours. And I'm like, okay, now go back to mom, you know. I think, too, the difference is, is that, yes, there's a lot of women out here in this world that think, okay, so, like, for, for, for a woman that has kids, yes, they are a package. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like the woman. It's a, like, yes, you're getting yourself into a package deal. And there are some women out here, which I do not consider myself, but um, that are looking for daddies for their kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's completely wrong. Um, so I think that, you know, obviously now us so many years down the road now, we can sit here and say, like, I don't think like had you had you brought that concern to me it would have been a whole different scenario because I wasn't looking for you to be a daddy to the, to my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like, of course they're part of my package. They're, that's part of me, but I wasn't looking for you to, to just do all like, they're your, like they're your kids. I understand. So yeah, we, the dude leaves, we get into it, whatever. I want to say maybe a month later. Now this guy is nowhere to be seen. Doesn't work with you no more. Disappears. Really? Yeah, it's from Racine. Yeah, I remember that. You have a get together at your house. It's me, Dave, Janelle. You and Janelle drink. You, Janelle, Dave are drinking. We're we're playing like Nintendo 64, like GoldenEye or something, or mm-hmm. just having a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. Go upstairs, go to bed, and then the next morning. <laughs> yeah, Dave is funny. The next morning, what does Dave do? He comes into the room and whispers, Jenny, 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 get up. <laughs> and I was saying, what? And he was trying not to wake you up. <laughs> he says, your boyfriend's at the door. Now, why Dave would say that, I don't even freaking know. Oh, because the guy called himself my his, my boyfriend, I guess. But why he would say that, and as soon as Dave said, your boyfriend's at the door, Troy's head popped up. You and Charles laugh at me for my head spins or whatever. <laughs> he should. Uh, there should be a video of your head popping up about that. Well, I'll set up with the Undertaker first. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny's like, "Stay right here." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so she goes downstairs, and didn't you throw up outside as soon as you got to the door? Or that was the night before. <laughs> no, it's when you oh. got there. Oh, I don't know. So whoever this dude is. Travels from Racine. I don't even remember this guy's name. Tells Dave. Do you remember his name? I don't. I yeah. used to. Tells Dave, um, I'm here for my girlfriend. And Dave's like, well, that's kind of funny because she's upstairs in bed with her boyfriend right now. Let me go get her, you know. <laughs> so. You wouldn't let him in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Dave. So. Jenny hides the guy in one of the kids' rooms because she knows that I won't kill no one in the kids' room. And has her friend Janelle take me home. <laughs> this is some player shit she tried to pull. 
I pulled it. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> okay, I went home, but I, I said, Dave, you are not to leave. I said, if you leave, I'm going to kick your ass. I believe like, he left. No, I they, know he left. Dave did not leave until after I do left. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, Dave, I, I said, Dave, if you leave, well, and he still. I mean, I was just protecting you from going to jail. So you can look at it like that. You were protecting him from no, getting, I was getting killed. No, I was protecting you from going to jail. <laughs> like, I don't even remember. I didn't even see the guy. Like, what, what was the conversation between you and Janelle on the way, home, on the way to your house? She was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, you don't need to apologize. She's like, I shouldn't be taking you home. I should have said no. I was like, and my thing is, I didn't want to. What did you get in the car for? I didn't want to disrespect your home. Yeah, because nowadays, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't even get in the car. No, Nowadays, no. the guy wouldn't even get into the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, Dave stays there. I go home, and I'm just. I really don't think Dave stayed there. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't remember him staying there. Dave stayed there because I remember calling him so many times. He might have lied. No. White Dave, we might be calling you to, to confirm. Let's hope he remembers. Because <laughs> <clears throat> I kept, is he still there? Yeah. Because didn't the dude end up sleeping in the kid's yeah, room? Yeah, the only, okay, so the only reason, why, and don't ask me why, I don't remember my mind frame at the time, okay? I honestly don't because I, I honestly did not want you to go home or anything like that. But for some reason, like he was so drunk that I didn't want him driving. Don't ask me why. I'm I think, not I, I think a similar scenario pops up later Hold down on. the road. No, this is the second scenario. No, the Dells. The Dells. Okay, hang on. So, <laughs> We're not going to talk about that no, yet. No, I don't even know. Hold on. So, no, I honestly, like, my first instinct was he needs to sleep this off. Mm -hmm. So I let him sleep on the floor. Like, the kids weren't there. I don't know. I, somebody, because I remember the kids weren't there. Kids were at the house. There's no way I would have let him in the kids' bedroom if the kids were in there. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. Okay, so, but anyways, I had him sleep it off. And then I thought as soon as he got up, I made him leave. So I called David. And then I wanted you to come back over. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> Reluctantly. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And I think the first thing that I did was I went upstairs to see if he was still in the room. I think that that changed. I think that that probably was like the 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 turn of our relationship. However, you never you never voiced anything. I think the turn was when Corey came down here. That was before all this. No. Yep, this was that was before all this. Okay, so because maybe guy, maybe that was the turn then. Yeah, I think that this was the turn. The cold core situation, like I think you you were upset, and I think, but I think that you kind of understood there was like history there. I didn't like he just popped out of nowhere, and you know from years later, like Corey could be crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't even know how I found my fucking house. That's crazy. How I mean, I know Cross Plains is not big. Didn't he help you move down there though? No, no, he helped me move back up. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but he never had been to my house. Like I honestly have no clue. Like he, how he found it, whatever. I was so upset that he was there. Um, Spencer's fault. Well, maybe that saved things that night too. I don't know. <laughs> as soon as he knew that I had moved down and started dating you or somebody, whatever, 
he would like he refused to leave for like almost a whole week then you bring a dog down there or something too or that was a, that was like right before i met you um so, oh that pal yeah no you brought a dog down dog got loose yeah i don't think you ever found that dog that's how we right before right right around the time that i had originally met you the very first time mm -hmm. he him and his kids had come down that's how i knew where i lived and he brought the dog and then he left the dog there and then um then yeah this was it was on valent remember it was valentine's day because we had been out for valentine's day where did we go sergio's were we old enough to even get in there <laughs> no but that was one of the funnest clubs i had ever been to so and um yeah you had to go home early because spencer was being bad and your mom couldn't take it and then i got home and i was waiting for you to call and all of a sudden i hear Corey's loud car pulling up that's how I knew where I lived. He, I, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't believe that he remembered. Well, anyway, so and for everybody that's asking, Corey was a uh, was an ex of mine. Um, but yeah, so I think the the we got through that. Everything was okay. But I think the turning point of our relationship was this whole situation with this drunk person showing up. <clears throat> because I don't, I don't remember. Nothing was the same. Mm. I mean, like you went on and like. We were still happy. We would still like. I thought we moved on just like we did, like with the whole court situation. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, you never voiced to me like you never voiced your your feelings or anything to me back then. And so you kind of just moved on. But like, it was a turning point of trust, and mm. I think that's what led you into because it wasn't. It wasn't. It was only a few months later, I believe, that um, you moved away. You had met somebody and then moved away. You might be right. I think when I was younger, I had a hard time expressing myself. Um, just for the fact that uh, before you and I had been dating, I had dated someone else. Um, thought I could trust that person. And then it was her roommate that told me you might need uh so i was living between madison and dubuque iowa mm -hmm. and her roommate happened her name happens to be jen i remember that much was like you need to come home and that's all she said and then come to find out when i come home there's some dude in the living room that's not with jen playing my nintendo 64 shit like that um so I think I might have had some trust issues, which wasn't your fault. Um, yeah, you've always had for a long time. You've had trust issues, trust issues in relationships. Um, and I think what I did was kind of I didn't put a wall up because I, I put a little bit of wall up, but I didn't because that's how much I was into you. Mm -hmm. But also, there's a little bit, you know, that lingering trust because of stuff that happened in the past. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, um, things went on from there, and then I went to Bullwinkles. Was it another night that I went there? For what? When I met Sarah. Um. Yeah, I believe it was, was it a an all night, and yeah. I just didn't go. And. I mean, I guess like we don't have to get into that right now. I think like ending this episode or whatever this introduction is, um, you know, we had been dating for what, like about two years yep. and 
um, to let you guys know, Troy and I, even back then, had gone through a lot of, um, like, I don't, it, like, we just had a connection, I think, that neither of us had ever had before. Like, I knew, I knew this, like, I knew he was my person. We had been through some issues with some um, pregnancy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then he came to me one day and he told me that he was going to be moving um, for a job, for mm-hmm. a job and for basketball, mm-hmm. and that he was going up to Green Bay. And we were still going to continue our relationship long distance and stuff. Um, but I know that I knew something was wrong. Like I knew that there was some sort of a distance, like a disconnect and something was wrong. And, but we tried it out for, and it lasted for a few months. And um, I come to find out that you had moved up there for a girl. I'm still waiting for my basketball check though. <laughs> but um, I think I was like, I was heartbroken. Like, I think I was more heartbroken than ever before. Um, and, um, but I think on top of it, I never understood because again, we go back to, you never wanted to live with me, but you all of a sudden moved in with this girl who you had just met. And she was, she ended up being crazy though. So it was karma. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but anyways, like, I think this is a good place to stop. I mean, we've gone into a lot of details about stuff that we've gone through and like, we just wanted to start this podcast because, um, we've been together on and off and been together for so long and like, we've made it That's right. in times that we probably shouldn't have made it. We've pushed through and we've made it. And um, I know that a lot of people turn to you for a lot of advice and a lot of people turn to me for a lot of advice. And I think that um, a lot of people like look to our relationship, to our marriage and cherish what we have. And I love that. I'm proud of that. And so just to share the, the, the things that we've gone through and to try to help anybody get through things. And um, yeah, there's, there, there's a lot of stuff that we'll be going through with this. So I think, well, it might not be next week because next week I'm having next Monday I'm having major surgery. Well, yeah. Um, but I mean, we have this like semi quarantine going on. <laughs> so maybe you'll hear from us every day. No, I'm just kidding. I, I still get to work. So if it's not next week, maybe Saturday we might do another one just so it it bumps to next, you know, for next week. Yeah. Um but we'll start with the whole, we'll pick up from the whole Green Bay and the five years of being apart. Being apart. The ups, the, oh, well, there wasn't many ups for me. I'll be very honest. Anyways, we'll go from there. Um, thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. This is going to be fun. Very fun. So uh, be tuning in. Uh, we will leave a link to this on Facebook and oh, Lord. possibly even have a Facebook page for this. So we're going to run with it. I'm going to run off with it. So <laughs> anyways, signing off. Bye guys. Later. <laughs>